0: Blues, royal blue family, you've got Harry, you got
1: Charlie, you got George now, George Hewitt in the midfield, how good are they looking?
0: sweeps a handball forward, can they finish grips from 52 over the top and bounces it through Dockerty, he's almost within range he goes long monstrous Good Friday victory in what is looking like being a very good season for the Blues. Their best start since a famous year, 95. The Blues win by 23.
1: And new- G'day Blue Baggers and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. A big win over the Roosie host Jed here with my co-host Bolt. Welcome to the show sir. How are we? Oh, very good after that mate, how yeah. are you? No, it was, it was a good Friday wasn't it? It was a great Friday. And to be honest, fantastic to see everything that went on at our Marvel Stadium yes. yesterday. It's yes. for an unbelievable cause. And to actually get there and see it for the first time in person, it was um, quite unbelievable, to be honest, the whole the whole day itself. But fantastic to end it with a win as well. It
0: was. No, it, w- it was a great occasion. The people showed up just shy of 50,000, which is a 49-something. Very- it yeah, was crazy. No, great effort. You know, that's a virtual Marvel Stadium sellout and the atmosphere was good. You know, it was, there was a lot of Blues that got there. It was a pretty hot ticket during the week. I saw a lot of Carlton fans on Twitter were trying to, you know, get a ticket, but we showed up in numbers and it looks like that will be our fixture for the foreseeable future
1: now. <laughs> I was going to say, there's, you know, they're not going to go, all right, you guys got the first ever sellout on Good Friday. Let's switch it up next year. It's just not happening. That'll be our slot against the Ruse on their big day out, which, to be honest... Like, I think we spoke about this off-air. Beating teams on their big day out, it doesn't matter who you're playing. Like... For sure. St. Kilda got up last week for their 150th anniversary. 100%. That's why, like, last year, I went over Essendon was so big on their... Was it their 150th as well? Their birthday. And, um, yeah, to beat North today...
0: No, it's it's their marquee fixture. It's their hyped day. You know, emotions are running high for North, and they brought the intensity and the heat early. You know, this is their big game. They did. No, they're not going to play in front of a bigger crowd all year.
1: They did. Uh, They were fantastic early and we just managed to stem the flow and got on top. It was a great day. It was busy. It was just... How was your day?
0: Well, it was good. It was actually... It was the first time we've been to Marvel Stadium this year. And I remember the construction last year was kind of prevalent, but now it's just like you're walking through scaffolding. It's Mm. almost like I saw you at halftime and I kept saying... The crowd's too big for the stadium, almost. Yeah. Like the there lines, wasn't a lot of moving there, there, space. There really wasn't. But I tell you what, I ended up sitting Medallion Club yesterday. Oh, very nice. It was nice. Premium. It was just... It just enhances the footy experience. I got... And I, you know what? And, I, and you know I don't sit Medallion often because yeah. we're in the AFL. But I thought, big day, public holiday. We'll make a bit of a day out of it. Went on to Ticket Blaster. Just did the old random Google and saw you know a couple ads pop up went onto their website bought these tickets it was so seamless and the seats like like medallion it just makes such a difference it's
1: unreal for a day out at the footy it seriously couple, is. couple couple even the bar out couple the back froggies. yeah bar out the back the balcony you don't have to go downstairs it's gonna say yeah. it would be nice it was it's but, just a different day now it's just so easy so you would have had a great day
0: then it was a It was a good Friday. (laughs) But honestly, check them out at Ticket Blaster. It was just so, so cruisy the whole day. But moving on to the Sharon. Yes,
1: a fantastic win for the Blues. I reckon it was just one of those games where you want to get out with the four points. Every, Every game is in this day and age because as we spoke about last week on the show, the league is so even and anyone can beat anyone, really, I feel. And, you know, to win against a team on their big day out who North have some quality they have some serious serious quality in this team I actually think I'm being genuine here I reckon they've got the pieces to be a very very good team in three to four years I reckon they could they could really explode onto the scene Sheezle was unbelievable down back like he was insane honestly to watch him in person we've watched him on the TV for the first three weeks it doesn't do it justice he's that good. They've got a serious player there. LDU and Simpkin, guns like, North have the pieces to be very good. So, I think this They're is not a too, really good win not for us. It's not too
0: dissimilar to where we were at three or four years ago.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, they've just got the same types of pieces. Obviously, they had they've some still big to, outs.
0: Yeah, and they've still got to clean out the Schweppers as well. Yeah, as well, they've in, got a couple of them. But it's, it's, it's not, you know, we were there as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, it was fantastic to see Nick Larky held to just five disposals and zero goals after he touted us last time. And, yeah, then and Cam it- Zerhauer came out and said, well, Jacob Wiedering, that's why you're not in the Australian team. It looked so, like Larkey
0: was pretty hampered. He caught the hit just before half time. That's fine. No, but yeah, he was
1: irrelevant. Um, he was irrelevant. Didn't see him on the day, but... But let's go through our boys. We well, may as well start with Wiedering then on the topic of Larky. Yeah, we'll go. We'll come from the defense and we'll definitely be leaving the best to last with the forwards today. But yes. uh, Weedering just a general-like performance, wasn't it? He was good. Um, yeah, as in...
0: Yeah, he completely blanketed Larky. I still think L- Larky was hampered, but Wiedering took the The points in Larky had a huge start to the season. He twelve after the first three games. So I was going to say, like, you know, this it,
1: is not just a. This is not just any little matchup win for Wadering. This is big. This is against it's a scalp. It's the a top three forward in the comp right now. For sure, no Weedering was very good. And if you look at you know our gaming as Weedering I think Weedering's only conceded one goal this year. He's been pretty stingy. Well, well he had he had
0: Lynch round one. And he kept a few, but, you know, a couple of them were out the back. But, no, rings having a very solid start to the year.
1: Um, yeah. He's having a fantastic start to the year. And another defender who is having a ridiculous start to the year is Lewis Young. I'm absolutely loving the way he's going about it. He had one dodgy game against the Cats where Cameron obviously got off the leash. But, but Lewis Young has lost just one one-on-one all year. It's, a, cr- it's a crazy stat. He is becoming... David, according to David King on the post-game show on SEN oh, yesterday. That man, Give him credit for that. That
0: man, showers in champion data stats, so I'll back him in on that. But Lewis Young, he, he's just so seamless in our side, really. And it's crazy to think that 12 months ago, you know, Oscar McDonald started the season ahead of him. Yeah. And he hasn't looked back since, since he entered our side, Lewis Young, so... I
1: think what sets him apart, and this is especially what sets him apart from a guy like Liam Jones, who was formerly in his position, and I'm not saying he's better than Liam Jones, I'm just yep. saying... Lewis Young's pretty safe and reliable with the ball in hand. Like, when Liam Jones got the ball, you just weren't sure. It was a lot of... <gasps> you, you, just, you were like, okay, great defensively, like, unbelievable, and you weren't going to give him shit for it, but his ball use was terrible. I Whereas, think I always said on this show, he should never have a license to kick. But, but, L- but Lewis Young, and he went at 86% yesterday yeah. for 22 disposals. It's a he, lot of ball.
0: He gets a lot of the ball. He's usually that first option after the kick in, Young. So he gets a lot of, you know, chip-chip around the back even, line. But even he, last
1: week, when at 81% efficiency, he's just... I feel like he's just, no, I, he's, I he, like he's he, just a safe well, kick.
0: Yeah, no, well, he's taking easy kicks. But he's, he's very reliable in the air at the moment. And he had Charlie Combin for most of the day, who did absolutely nothing either. Oh, he destroyed him. So, can't complain with our two
1: towers in the back line. They were fantastic. And another defender who... Just by the way, I'm just looking at his stats for the year. He's going at over 80% efficiency for the year. So... Good on him. But um, yeah, another one I want to speak about. And I think we should actually give him a lot of love on this show because he was fantastic last week and he's just backed it up. He's having the he's in career best form bolt. And he's having the best month of his life. Nick Newman mm. and mate, the crowd were getting around him yesterday. I had a couple guys behind me who were just every time he got near the ball, oh yeah, good stuff, newy. Like they were all getting around him. He's He's in some sort of ridiculous form, Nick Newman. He had eighteen yesterday, went at eighty-three percent. But you know, he's just his kicking opens up the ground for us a bit. He is that kick out of defence. He's he had one unbelievable kick late in the game that went to Motlop, I reckon. Who took, yep, it was on the opposite yep, wing. Yep, yep, yep. Went to Mott, went to Motlop and ended up resulting in a Kerno goal. I think. Oh, likely. Um. Yeah, he's just. I'm absolutely loving no, the he's way that Nick Newman's really well. going about it at the moment, and it's a contract year for him as well. I don't. I can't. I can't remember exactly who he was on. It could have been. I don't know, but I don't feel like he conceded goals, and feel like he was very good defensively. So Nick Newman got. He, he was on. He was on
0: Zerha for a lot of the night, but that's that's where he started at least, and Zerha was like pretty good. Like he was. The one that he was probably their only flair forward of the ball. But I think, in terms of a lot of Zerhar's possessions, were up the ground. Yeah, he prayed in the guts a bit. Yeah, but
1: that's who he was taking when Zerhar went forward. Um. Yeah, so Zerhar did kick three, but I thought Newman was great. Uh, Bolt, the rest of our defence held up well. As well as we look through Cowan, I thought Cowan played well. No, he was okay. Again, he um he's still showing flashes,
0: and that's fine. He's become, you know, he he's got his, his, a secure spot in our side at the moment, and he's just so goes about his it.
1: business. He's so hard at it. Throws his body around. You and know, he had a couple of good moments,
0: and yeah, he's just just got to keep playing, and he'll get more comfortable. Now, Mister stard. Yeah, I thought he was fabulous, Sadi. He's just consistent. He's Mr. Consistent. He set us up early again.
1: 92% efficiency, 25 touches. He's just so good every week. Six yeah, marks. but
0: I think the thing with the kicking efficiency of our defenders, it's all it's great. You know, they're not really fluffing the ball, but because the game was so slow for so long, the only options they'd be able to take were those easy ones, you know, going laterally 15, 20 meters. So they actually weren't taking the hard kicks you know, if you get what I'm saying, because the game was so slow, we were just holding onto the ball and we couldn't really spark any movement. So you'd almost, with someone like Adam Saad, you'd almost rather him take a bit, you know, he'd make his kicking efficiency a little bit less just to maybe try and open the game up a bit quicker if you get what I'm trying to say. Because, you know, we'd rather Adam Saad cutting through lines and channels rather than just, you know, holding up the play, I guess. But... Saad was very, very good. You know, he, I thought he was probably our best early on. Um, you know, in a very dull first half, don't get me wrong, it was a tough watch. It was probably... Oh, like, the first half, I, I was very concerned. Like, very, very concerned how the game was transpiring because it just wasn't the way we wanted it.
1: I think you said at half time we're not going to win.
0: No, well, if the game... I think I said that as well. Well, if the game continued to go at that pace... With North Melbourne throwing about 45 people behind the ball, and you know Carlton just not being daring or quick enough in possession, we probably wouldn't have won the game. And I, and and we know, you know, off the back of last year, we had a very good record at Marvel last year. It's you just, you know, when you've got two premium players ahead of the ball, and they are premium, it has to be route one footy. It has to be get it there as quick as possible. And it's so cliche, it's so basic, but when you do that and you move the ball quick enough. You know, you're going to score. And we know how the, def- um, what's the word? How depleted North Melbourne were in the back line last night. So, you know, we just
1: needed to get it going
0: a bit quicker. But Saad was good.
1: Yeah, he was. He was very, very good. Uh, Doc.
0: Bit of a down day for Doherty, I thought. He struggled early and they moved him into the midfield at halftime. Thought he was the catalyst. Yeah, no, well, the, the midfield got going after halftime. He chucked him in there and he just... He changed the game. And they chucked Ed Kerno in there as well to start minding Davies Uniac. Um,
1: no, minding? He had a crop yeah, on him, mate. For sure. No, um, Doherty was... Yeah, he was okay. Like I, th- I thought he was the catalyst in the second half. They threw him in there and things just happened in the middle. Yeah. They yeah, had to. Was, they had to change no, something. No, they had to do something. He only had the one clearance,
0: but I, the, that, that midfield mix was probably better. And then I guess in turn, we can speak about him now as well. They threw Hewitt to the halfback flank. In the same motion as throwing
1: Doherty into the midfield. Yeah, Hugh. And, Hugh looked a bit ginger. We'll get to the mids in a minute. But yeah, he was a bit down. Uh, I want to speak about someone who I think could have possibly had his best game for the football club, and that's Mitch McGovern.
0: Yeah, I thought he was. I actually thought he was our best player until he got subbed off. As in, at that point in time, he was. He was. He was dominant in the air.
1: He was dominant in the air. He was. Nothing was getting past him. And, mate, yeah, twenty. He would have. He would have got 30 if he stayed on the ground. Yeah. He had 27 disposals at 80%. His field kicking. You've spoken about it for years. His field kicking is elite. It's yeah. very, very good. And I was disappointed he got subbed off, but also sort of happy that- Well. W- that, you know, he wasn't properly injured, but- Yeah. You know, this was probably his best game for the club for us. Yeah, <laughs> no, he,
0: he, he mopped up really, really well. Um he was good. He was playing very well. It was just the perfect Mitch McGovern game, a bit of defensive cover. You know, we'd, most of the times when North Melbourne would have to, you know, long ball it into their forward 50, you know, we'd have the outnumber, and Mitch McGovern was a huge part of that. Yeah, you know, he played very well, and I think it was a corky around his hamstring region, which we know he's had issues with his hammy. So well, he
1: missed the whole of yeah. last year with the hammies. So, so, they've, so they've
0: taken the, you know, the good. cautious approach good. and good. six-day break, and hopefully we see him in the city of churches
1: absolutely big big game and very important to play that game but uh yes let's get back to Hewitt and get through the mids Hewitt looked a bit ginger I'm not sure if he's 100% at the moment he only had 15 which would have to be a career low at Carlton um but yeah I don't know I just felt like this was not you know was not his best game no
0: it wasn't you know it wasn't And meters gained as well what do you go at 25 so the mm. ball wasn't moving with him you know it wasn't much going with george it was it was a tough day they they moved, they changed it up a bit and hopefully he's better for the run but yeah it, it wasn't you know he just wasn't offering us much and you know that first half simkin and davies Uniac, the two of them simkin i think had 11 contested possessions at the eighth minute mark of the second quarter it came up on the
1: scoreboard which is crazy as in they're getting first hands on everything I think when Walsh and Kennedy, and they will come back into the side this week, I think getting them back in just changes everything. It it does. It makes makes life significantly easier for George.
0: 100%. But George has to be better than that anyway. Yeah, he does. He has to be better than that. Because I still regard George as, you know, within our best midfield rotation.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, I I think... He's... Yeah, 100%.
0: But he has to be better than that, Hewitt.
1: But, uh, yeah, it's probably his first down game at the club <laughs> like no i'm not, I'm not gonna look, it was, sweep over it It was very odd but anyway uh cripper
0: yeah uh, well, crips was huge after halftime as well he had a bit of a slow start crips
1: he had a pretty average first half
0: yeah but um you know he ends the game you know with nine clearances he would have had close to 30 he had what 29 possessions it was He he just you know creates so much space for his teammates and i said it After the Geelong game, his handball game is on top of the world at the moment, and it really is. He's playing really good footy crips. Um, Can't... Yeah. You know, I probably think he's winning our best and fairest at the moment or thereabouts, and he's just having... He's he's, he's not, you know, performing with the flying, you know, three-vote Brownlow games that he would have started last year with, but, boy, he's playing very well. And they're going to come eventually. Yeah. yeah. Well, they came last week, most likely. Yeah. But, you know, he's... He's playing very well. He's just he just opens up the game for a lot of his teammates, and that's probably where it was a bit frustrating. We got limited output from someone like Hewitt, given there was no Walsh or Kennedy to offload to. Um, Chera,
1: Ch- yeah, I thought Chera was pretty good. As in, I thought Chera was our best mid in the first half before he copped a big whack to the yeah, face. Shit, bloody dangerous! And they all go up, he w- thinking, but he was completely off after that. Well, he got whacked in the. No, I'm saying it destroyed his game. He came back completely... I'm going to use the word again. He's just very ginger.
0: Yeah. No, he he was going well. You know, I'm an Adam Chera fan. I I think he... I think he just is a different dimension of midfield for us in that group. Um, So, no, I I was was relatively pleased with Chera.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he's having a fantastic year. Underrated year in the comp. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about one man who... Basically, played exclusively in the middle, Zach Fisher. God. Well, finished, so we'll just say, finished the game with 28 disposals, which would almost have to be a career high for him. Went at 80% efficiency, uh, four marks, 14 pressure acts. He had five clearances, three inside and three rebound 50. So he, his stats ended up looking very good for the game. It's it's
0: very good reading for him. Yeah, it's I was very say. flattering <laughs> reading because I I'm I'm very off Zach Fisher at the moment. He's actually pissing me off a little bit. I, I just find him to be very much going through the motions at the moment. I I, I don't think you know him having these you know 28 possessions. Great, I, well done Zach. But you know we need where we're lacking at the moment is creativity from about. 80 to 50 to 45 out from goal. And that's where Zach... That's the territory Zach Fisher was owning really well last year. And I, I just don't think... I, I don't like him playing... I actually don't like him playing through the middle. I don't like it at all. Because he's not a two-way runner. He's a pretty lazy footballer in that regard. He gets caught at the back of the center square a lot. You know, in transition. And that's where we were getting absolutely shit-faced last week. And a bit, you know, last night. He, 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 he doesn't work hard enough. To execute that role properly And like, great He got his hands on the ball But he's just He's really frustrating me at the moment I can't quite put my finger on it But he's really I I, I still feel like he's in second gear It might sound harsh But Yeah He's really pissing me off I just don't think He just doesn't work hard enough And you have You have to in this game Especially the way we play It has to be You know, we play such a You know slingshot game where you have to be running both ways. And that's why, you know, someone like Ollie Hollins has fitted in so well. And that's why Matt Kennedy's made a career for himself. And that's why Sam Walsh thrives because they're gonna be there, you
1: know, on all bases where the ball is. And Zach Fisher just doesn't have that within him. Well yeah, he's not a midfielder. Well not that he's not a midfielder. He can be a midfielder. He's just that's not where he's played for the last couple of years. Um but yeah I I, I think I think it's fair to say his first half was pretty disappointing. And uh, after halftime, I thought he was a lot better. But uh, the stats definitely, I wouldn't have thought that those would have been his stats. They
0: were 28 of the most non-damaging possessions you'll ever see. I, I wouldn't have had him in our top eight or 10 on the night. So good on him. He plays his 100th game next week in Adelaide, which is a good achievement for him. He'll be there to play it. Hopefully he goes well, because he had a stinker last year against the Crows as well. So <laughs> mm. a few of those boys have some, you know, need some redemption stories
1: at the Adelaide Oval. You mentioned Ollie Holland's Uh for the fourth week in a row, he's covered the most distance on the ground in our match. He did it in round one, two, three, and now four, more than any other player on the ground with 16.1 kilometers. He is... A running machine his defensive efforts are fantastic i just can't praise this kid enough honestly like he's just he's not you know you speak about kids in their first years he's not harry Sheezel. he doesn't get 37 but he's comfortable at the level and he doesn't make doozies he's definitely comfortable at the level he's playing well he, he's
0: as secure as it gets in our 22 right now um and we can touch on why he's secure with the next player we can go through after. I thought he was a little bit fumbly yesterday compared to last one. I, I thought he was a little bit off the pace, a, t- a touch, just a little bit sloppy than what we've maybe seen him, you know, used to. His kicking was a little bit down, but he's going very well. I can't, you know, complain about Ollie Hollins right now. He- he's, you know, certainly a part of our, t- you know, the fabric mm-hmm. of our team.
1: Yeah, it's quite crazy from last year, the upgrades we have on our wings. Oh, I caught
0: it in that preseason game. You could
1: tell. You could yeah, do- you and could- I
0: told you, I, th-
1: I think I described it
0: perfectly that afternoon. I said, he's not going to be a star. He's just going to slot into the yeah, system of the you wing. Couldn't have, you couldn't you have, you have could predi- just, predicted you it could any just better. You just tell. Like, he,
1: he's just... No, he's just... We could get the audio back from that episode. For sure. I he- think he literally said, I think he'll be quite good. Not going to set games on fire but he'll be good oh, I think the term
0: I use is he's not going to get any media hype but yeah. he's just going to play for us and he's going to be an important part of our like you know, if he went out I'd system. consider
1: him a big out not a big out but I'd consider him an out yeah, yeah for sure yeah well he's part of our best <coughs> 22 uh, on the other wing in the absence of Blake Akers who was suspended was yep. Lockie O'Brien yeah well I've been a I've been a you've been a massive I've been, fan
0: I've been a vigilant defender of Lockie O'Brien you know, over the last 12 to 18 months because I've always said, you know, when you have a kick like that, there's always going to be a purpose for you. His kicking last week was terrible and, uh, and I'm and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He was disgusting yesterday. He was terrible. Lockie O'Brien will go straight out of that team for Blake Acres. No one will blink at the thought of that. He, 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 and, and you know what? He's, he's going to have to go back to the twos. He's clearly behind Hollands and Acres. And, you know, Cottrell's going to eventually come back into the mix. We've seen Jackson Binns has been having pretty good VFL We'll get to the VFL form. review soon. So he great. So, I think O'Brien's going to find himself in a really sticky situation now where he's had... He's played the last seven quarters of this season and has not done himself any favours of trying to step back
1: into this 22. Yeah. See, look, I, I just think... I don't know. I think... I, I'm still, and I know you don't agree, but I'm still adamant that the sub rule kills players. I don't understand how it's killed him, though. He
0: played a VFL game round one. Because he played- there's a very
1: big difference between playing a full AFL match and playing a quarter in the AFL, then three quarters in the VFL, then quarter here, a quarter there. He, he's he, been up and down. in. He's played two VFL games this year.
0: Yeah, and then he's played two AFL. So what's the difference between being dropped and He's played and doing all four that? AFL games. No, no, but what I'm saying is... He's played the last seven quarters of Carlton yeah, Footy yeah, yeah. in the in the ones.
1: I just and think he it's played hard. F-
0: and he virtually played a full VFL game in round one.
1: I'm not I'm mate, I'm so not So saying- it's not like he hasn't been playing. I'm uh, not saying that I, I I think it's clear Akers and Holland. I'm not saying he should not, there's a spot for him in the team. I, I, don't I just think, think it's
0: I, I don't think the sub is to blame for Lockheed O'Brien's poor form. I think it's definitely disrupted his season. But what's, what's the difference between that and then being dropped and recalled and dropped and recalled? Because what's the I difference? think you'd rather play
1: a full game in the VFL than three play... three quarters. It, it, you'd rather just play a game in the VFL than have a quarter and then three quarters. It, it's oh, just... I think it's You know, these, guys, these guys aren't 12 years old no, I, I know, like, but I just think that... It hurts when you it, it, his footy's all over the shop this year, mate. It's completely all but, over the but, shop. But 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 how to get but, any consistency? How's that
0: different to a guy being recalled to the ones and then being dropped and then being rec- how's that any different? Because you're just playing straight full games. But he, he virtually is playing full games.
1: But he's not because he's this, there was
0: one week there was one week round two where he barely got any footy under his belt. He played three quarters in the VFL round one plus the entire last quarter of the AFL. So, he got, you know, footy into him. He played, you know, two and a half quarters in round three. And then he played the full game yesterday. And he's done himself absolutely no favours. Uh, he he will go out of this team. He'll have to go back to the VFL and he'll have to find- but I'm it- not disagreeing with you on that. No, I know you're not disagreeing with that. I just don't- I just don't- I think it's just an easy cop-out for him
1: saying it's the sub. Because someone's got to do it. I agree, but he's just not- he's not- I don't know. I just think he's been given a rough role. As in, I understand saying like, someone mate, like- he's not an impact player. He's not going to no, come I, I, on I, I, and, and set games I completely
0: lot. agree with that. I, I think it's the wrong decision to have him as the sub. But I, I don't think him, you know, playing that role for three weeks is the catalyst for bad form. I understand with someone like Jack Carroll's situation where he, you know, he played f- 10 minutes of footy for the weekend. That's not a good thing. You know, someone like Sincotta, who played absolutely nothing on the weekend. That's not a great thing for him either. But it's just part of being a depth player. And, you know, their training loads will increase during the week to cover for that. I'm sure that Carroll would have had a huge running session last night. But it's not good. That's not good for Carroll. And and that's the same situation O'Brien found himself in round two. He barely played footy that weekend. Mm. So, but, you know, O'Brien's played pretty much in total a full game in three of the four weeks across the levels. But he,
1: he's he's in a lot of trouble at the moment. We'll wait and see how it goes. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying about his spot in the team. I just yeah. But we'll see. He's he's gonna go out because that's we'll get to team changes later in the show. Uh Ed Kerner will chuck him in the midfield mix. Yeah, well, he was pretty much irrelevant to half time, but then he's, he, mate, he's gotta be the tagger every week. I don't I know oh, that I've, there's sometimes yeah. not a player to tag, but it's the only purpose for him. Is in so let's look at next week. Who have we got next week? We've, We've got, got Adelaide. I think it's absolutely a case of Ed Kerno goes to Rory Led at the very first bounce of the game, and he doesn't leave his side for yeah, the whole I, game. I don't disagree with that. I think, it, but I think it's there's no point in being reactive here. You put for him, sure. you put him on him from the very first bounce, and if someone else gets out of control, because Adelaide have some good players, yeah. If they throw someone in the midfield who gets out of control, then you just switch it up. But I think. There has to be... There's no point in wasting time playing Ed Kerner or anywhere else. He's got to be on someone uh, because I've, he's one of the best taggers I've, in the league.
0: I've maintained it. He should either not be playing in the team or he should be tagging. There's no other role for him because he's not up to it otherwise.
1: He was he, great as he tagged yesterday, but he wasn't great in the first half. Yeah. Th- but no, not many he, were he, great. He
0: adds nothing else to our team. I'm sorry, but he doesn't. If he's not tagging, he's useless in my book. Because someone that can't kick and can't create, shouldn't be playing. So if he's not tagging, I don't want to see him. It's harsh. It is harsh. But
1: it's if, fair. It's fair. Look at his kicking again yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, as I said, I think there's a spot for him in this team as a tagger. Yeah, that's the only time I want to see him playing. And I think we'll get to team changes, but I think he might actually play up forward next week. But we'll get to that later in the show. Uh, I think that could be our midfield done. The, the rucks. <clears throat> the ruck. I forget every week I say that's the midfield done and we don't mm-hmm. do the rucks. But TD, Kane, Pitt. I'm going to be honest with you. And, I to- and I've i told you already, but I'm going to be completely honest.
0: Last night was a was the first time in my life. And I'm happy to say this. I've never said these words before out loud in a public forum like I did yesterday. First time ever I've declared... Get DeConning in the ruck <laughs> I, I, I it was really frustrating me For a period of the game Where North were getting on top And, 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 and DeConning wasn't taking many center bounces at all And I get why They were trying to stretch North Melbourne Ahead of the ball Which could, makes complete sense to me as well But there was a moment in time Where we were really struggling To get center bounce ascendancy And it just came over me Just change it up And I wanted to see my Blonde friend Ruck for a little bit Um, But look, Pittenet, I actually thought Goldstein probably took the chocolates on the night, to be honest. He absolutely took the chocolates. So, it wasn't the the best tandem ruck performance from our guys again. Pitternet wasn't great. Pittenet was a little bit frustrating, I thought, at Marvel. Yeah, he definitely was. He was. DeConning didn't ruck a lot, provided a little bit up forward. He- yeah, they, they, they will both pretty much... I'm on the fence with them both last night. They were both pretty much, you know, neither here nor there.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: They, yeah, it was just... I, I thought they probably should have made the call earlier and try and just get a little bit more life at the centre bounds and put De conning in there. But, yeah, we'll see how they go next week.
1: We will see how they go next week. Uh, let's take a look at... Well, do you reckon they'll both play next week? Well, Well, yeah, we'll get to that.
0: It's going to be a line ball call. Uh,
1: Forward line. Jesse Motlop had a great
0: second half. He did. He was... Well, the small forward brigade were nowhere to be seen in the first half. Um, we, we, We were outnumbered at the fall of the ball a lot of times, you know, throughout the entire game, really. We just didn't have a presence at, you know, around the packs. And that's a work rate thing as well. And it's also a footy smarts thing, but Motlock picked up after halftime 100 percent You know, he got himself involved. He had a very sloppy first half. I think he gave away three free kicks in the first half. It was pretty poor. But um he responded really well. He hit the scoreboard, which is what he has to do. Um and he provided a bit of spark. He was actually a good outlet kick up the ground a few times as well. So and I know we've, you know, there was one effort on the wing on the non-broadcast side of the ground where you know, he had the one on two. He socketed it off the ground, got the hardball again. And I think it ended with a Kerno goal. Um, uh, you know, if you
1: remember that effort, it was a very good effort for Mottlop. But he played well. He definitely did play well. His uh, partner in crime, Mr. Corey Durden, thoughts on his performance?
0: Yeah, like pretty much the same, to be honest. They both lifted their intensity and, you know, they became a bit more hungry. Our forward line looked like it was going to score. After half time, and he laid six tackles again, which is a really, really good measure of his game, Corey Durden. A couple of blocks that have been well publicised on social media as well, which allowed Charlie and dear Herschel to lead at the ball. So
1: he um yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh we're gonna leave the best to last because there were two absolute superstars, honey. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um
0: How do I put this politely? How do I put this politely? I don't want to see him again. Shocking. Shocking. He's nothing but an amateur footballer. He's not up to the level. He's not up to it. I'd rather see Jack Martin there next week. Do
1: you reckon Jack Martin will play? I think so. Um, Honey's not up to the level. I'm sorry. It's disappointing.
0: Well, it's I know dis- it's disappointing for you. It doesn't really do much to my life. But
1: <laughs> he's... He's terrible. <laughs> the Twin Towers? <laughs> oh, God, what's wrong with Honey? <laughs> the Twin
0: Towers? it's Hold on. on, hold on, hold on. He's played 13 games for the club. We don't have to... You know, Hang on, I'm not saying anything, mate. I'm not saying not anything. To, he was terrible. Oh, I think it's stiff to say he was terrible. <laughs> oh, I think that's me being polite. <laughs> he's so not up to the level. And he came in off the back of his five disposal VFL game, he and I get never it. Have played really. Well, he, he's just it's yeah, he, and he's out of contract at the end of the year. It was a big day for him. He wasn't very good. Yeah, he needed to be better than that for sure. Um, um, before, before we get to tower time, Silvani. Yes,
1: yeah, Silvani. Another bit. someone I also forget to. You do. He's Our t- third Ruckman. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat>
0: what Ooh. after half time? Yeah, well, he had a terrible first half. He made two complete. Three. Th- was three, three bloopers yeah, well, coming two, out?
1: Two real doozies yeah, off the half back. Well, <laughs> it was just <laughs> shocking. Um, but- so unlike Silvani. He's such a good field kick.
0: That no, was it, so unlike
1: him. Yeah. He, the one to Motlop was a little bit like, well, if he was... It, if it was anyone else, would have well, marked that's, it. That's the point. Yeah.
0: But, but yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> his field kicking wasn't great yesterday, but no, he, he got himself into the game after halftime. He ended up becoming a good lead-up option for us and played, you know, that link role that we like seeing him play. And he kicked a goal, I think he did,
1: out the back. Nice little snap. Yep. Yeah, no, he, out.
0: He, you know, he got himself into the game a bit. I thought he was in trouble to be subbed off at one stage, to be honest. I just thought.
1: <sighs> the guy I was sitting next to, he went off with about, he went off five minutes into the first quarter or maybe 10 minutes into the first quarter. And the guy I was sitting with literally said to his kids, he's like, oh, he's getting subbed. <laughs> he just went early on it. Fair. But um, yeah, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see as well for next week because there's going to be a team selection squeeze there is and we're going to get to yep. it it's a major we're not doing te- conundrum yeah the, the segment this week is not called team changes it's called the selection squeeze because there okay. is a squeeze uh, we'll get to that later but uh, yeah Silvani going to be very interesting but he was very very good after half time, and I still think that he is pivotal in this team really pivotal yep. the twin towers well we'll start with Herschel
0: I, I declared last week that Herschel was in a rut, but then I responded to myself with the fact that we're playing North. Griffin Logue's been given a one-week suspension, and who did I say was going to come in? What's my favorite player's name? Aiden Bonner. Aiden Bonner. Aiden Bonner. And I said, if there's any time for Herschel to get himself out of this rut, it's going to be on Aiden Bonner. Now, North Melbourne, the intellects at the North Melbourne Match Committee... Opted to play Aiden Core predominantly as a loose man across the back line, which was music to my ears. Because it meant it meant between Tommy, Herschel, and Charlie, we had Bonner, McDonald, and Zeeble. It's it was like a, it was like a, it was it was like a picnic. It really was. As in if Herschel and Charlie really wanted, they could have kicked about 15 between them, not ten. Herschel was very good. 14 marks on dear old Aiden.
1: Well, I'm g- can we? Can I read out his stats?
0: Oh, go, go for it. Aiden Bonner is... Oh, it's, it's crazy <laughs> how bad he is.
1: <laughs> I'm going to read out Harry Mackay's stats. 16 disposals, 14 marks, 4 goals. He also went at 75% efficiency for his 16. He had 11 score involvements, 17 pressure acts... Three inside 50s, two tackles inside 50. He was absolutely unbelievable. He played very well, Harry. Um, it was just a trademark Harry Mackay game, Well, wasn't
0: he, it? he needed that. You know, our Towers have a very good record under the roof at Marvel. And
1: Charlie Kerno is averaging four goals a game in his last nine games yes. that he had. So he's had 36 goals in his last nine games.
0: It's it's a lot of goals. It's a lot of goals. Um, no. You know, Harry was very good. You know, could have easily kicked more than that. Or well, he missed one from the goal line. He... I, I don't like... There was one set shot. The one behind he kicked <laughs> was on his... He opted to go a snap on his non-preferred foot rather than a drop punt on his left foot, which is crazy to me, to be completely honest with you. But, you know, they were going well. Isn't they, they kept us in the game, like, quite literally. They were... Our first six goals came from, you know, tower time. Um... You know how Harry completely needed that. We said if he's, if he's ever going to be played into form, it's going to be Mister Bonner, and Mister Bonner it was.
1: Yeah, it certainly was.
0: Uh, Charlie. Charlie. Well, this is unequivocally. I don't even think this is controversial. He is a top five player in the competition right now, Charlie Curno. He is. He's borderline impossible to control, <laughs> for a full game. It's borderline impossible.
1: So so we spoke about H. Yeah. Charlie. That's what I'm saying. How good was Herschel? And then this guy just kicked six. Six goals, uh, 16 disposals, nine marks. He also went at 75% efficiency. He matched H on 11 score involvements. Eight pressure acts. He had 430 meters gained. Also what I love. Four frees for one free against. Yeah, well, he's, he's well because you know match, what he, the matchup was crazy. Mate, he gets frees every single week. It is absolutely crazy. He he's he knows how to get them. Like
0: he had Luke McDonald on him, him a few times. Oh, yeah, like, He
1: puts himself in positions where it's like he puts defenders. Defenders have this conundrum. Oh, they panic. We're either going to give away a free kick or he's going to mark the ball. Oh yeah. And that's what happens. That's and, why he gets that's so why many if you frees. Get
0: it in, if, and that's why if you get it in quick enough, you're going to create that havoc for the defender and you're going to make it impossible for them. And they're like, look, McDonald, I'm sorry. Like, what did they what did they
1: expect? But yeah, Charlie Curnow, he is... Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's probably right now the fourth best player in the comp right now. Because I think you've got Oliver, Nick Dacos... Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, I can't. Comply. Those are the only players that I can convincingly say can. Sorry, not convince. They're the only players who I can objectively say are better than Charlie. No, I, I, I
0: don't disagree with that at all. He's just so on top of his game right now, Charlie. And, and maybe she's. Oh no, with, he, with a lazy 37. Charlie <laughs> is going to glide to a back-to-back Coleman medal if he stays on the park. See, so you reckon if he
1: plays twenty games, yep. he will win the Coleman. One hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, essentially, he just can't get injured. Yeah. He kicks... I,
0: he kicks gone. Touch the wood, mate. Oh, touch wood. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's what you... <laughs> thought there was something else happening. But, yeah, no, he, he's just... He's so good. Yeah.
1: It's ridiculous how good he is. He's,
0: oh, he's brilliant. And you know what? If we thought the North Melbourne defenders were haphazard, wait till next week. Butts. Worrell. Murray. Mickalani, it's a lick your lips type of night. But they didn't
1: do well last year against them.
0: They didn't. But that's what I'm saying. They didn't. And I think Charlie still kicked
1: like three or four. Mm. That's what Well, I'm Charlie had... It's like Charlie kicks goals when he has bad games. That's, we what, speak that's about what I'm saying. A like, round one against Richmond had a terrible yeah, <laughs> shit day and kicked
0: three. That's what I'm saying. And that's why he'll win the Coleman if he just keeps playing. He just kicks goals. And I get that's his job, but he actually does it. How many did he kick last year against oh, on that dark 29? Oh, we only kicked eight goals as a team. I want to make a big
1: call. He kicked two. Cottrell kicked two. I'll make a big call. It's a it's a weird call to think about. But really, how old's Charlie? He's 25 or yes, something? Yeah, 25, 26. We could be witnessing. And this guy has had a very injury-plagued career. So I'm, I understand what I'm saying. So I don't want to... Jinx him. I don't want to put the moss on him, but we could really be witnessing a complete club champion, club legend, within the next three to four years. He could win four Coleman's just by playing, just by staying on the park. For sure,
0: as in these guys. Look, if they if the team reaches the top, there's going to be a lot of club champions off the back of that. But Charlie Kerno, Charlie just-
1: Curnow's name will go up in lights at at, at Icon Park. Whatever it's called. Yeah, um, no,
0: he's he's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, he's phenomenal. That's the player analysis done. Why did it take him so long to get Jack Carroll on the ground? That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. What's the point of getting him on? The game was done. It happened like midway, th- well Voss into Voss did the say in quarter. the press conference it was because they knew Mitch McGovern was, was, was very tight. But yep. they didn't want to take him off until they felt... I think it was. I, think I thought okay. so I felt it was done, <clears throat> because fair just in case they made the swap for someone else, and then McGovern went yeah, okay. off, and then we were down to. So yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. bit. I get that. So it was fair enough. But look, Jack Carrio only had four. He was only on for ten minutes. No, no. Um, would have liked to have seen more of him. Same. But um, he did one really nice thing when he was on the ground, and that was about it. Didn't really have time to do anything else. But he'll. He'll probably go back to the twos next week with who we've got coming in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully for his sake, he gets another crack because we are fans of him, but we want to see him. Yeah. Uh, all right, Bolt. BNF votes. Who are you going with this week? On a 3-2-1 or 5-4-3-2-1? Let's go 3-2-1 and then a couple special mentions. I feel like 3 2 ones more difficult.
0: Hmm.
1: I think I will go with... Kernow three, McGovern two, Mckay one. I'm going Kernow three, Mckay two, McGovern one. But I still love the game, and it's the two special mentions that I think I gave my votes to in the five four three two one format were Young and Newman. I think I'd go Cripsard. That's fair. Yeah. Um.
0: How's your BNF looking. I've actually got a three-way tight at the top at the moment between Newman,
1: Cripps, and Saad. Crazy that Nick Newman is up there. Yeah, he's playing good footy, it's consistent. Just, it's just... It's absolutely fantastic to see. So, he's actually winning mine by a vote. Fair.
0: Well, he's... I think he's the only... You know, You know. It's, it's a big year for him. Out of contract, he'll obviously get a new deal. He's just... You know, he missed... We've got to remember, he missed... Was it the entirety of 2020? True. Missed, you know, or was it he 2021? The, I
1: reckon it was 21. He did miss a whole
0: year. I, I think it was 2021. Missed the entire season.
1: Oh, it was one of those years. 2021, he played 14 games. 2020, he only played two games. Yeah. So. True.
0: You know, and, and we forget about that. You know, he's a pretty important warrior in our side. You know, he's already been a Colonel for five years. It's gone very quickly with Nick Newman. So. You know, he's going
1: very well. He's playing his best foot What a shrewd pick up. We got him for nothing. Nothing. That's just shrewd. Um, did we get... I feel like we got another Sydney player. Or Hewitt. Hewitt, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's Hewitt, and, Hewitt and Newman, getting him both for nothing. And Matthew Dick. <laughs> that is so random. Well, <laughs> it couldn't get more random than that. Which, that is as random as it gets. Well, he's, I'm sorry. He's from Sydney and we got him for nothing. That is... Nothing was probably overs. That was... That was the good old days, mate. Yeah. Was... You know what we should do one episode? We should take a deep dive and look at our team back then. Nah. We should take a look at the 22 who played against North in 2015. We can. <laughs> or was it... Which one was worse? 15 or 18? I actually would, think... M- was Dick 15? Yeah. He would have been... 15. I think
0: on paper, the 15 teams going to sound way worse. But True. obviously, eighteen we had the two the two wins, fifty nine percent.
1: Um, twenty fifteen Carlton v North. I've got the game in front of me now. We lost one hundred well, and eighteen to fifty four, and our twenty two right for them. <clears throat> Tom Bell, Blaine Bokhurst, Dylan Buckley, Carrots, Levi Casbolt. Just name me the good ones. Creeper, Ed Kerno, no 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 Doc, name
0: name me the guys that I, I want to hear.
1: Well, no, nah, it's just funny. Everyone's funny. Andreas Everett, Lockie Henderson, Michael Jamison, Cruiser, Jammo, G. Jammo was so good. He was. He was
0: well um, past it at that point in time, though.
1: Troy Mendel, Murph, Sam Rowe, Simo, Clem Smith. Oh, Clemmy. Zach Toohey, Jason Tutt, Tut. Simon White, Cam Wood, and Chris Yaron. No Matthew Dick in that game, unfortunately. There there was a game Cam that there Wood. was a game that year, I reckon it was against Hawthorne on a Friday night. Mm. I think we lost by hundred and forty eight points. Yeah, thirty-eight. Hundred and thirty-eight. Um that was the that was that night there was some crazy players playing. Yeah, I don't need to hear those people again. I think was it Nick Holman? I think yeah, he played he, that he, game.
0: He, I think he got suspended that night.
1: Um But yeah, no, dark times, we move on though. We do. Uh, BNF, so I think... Newman side crips at the top. So the way that we vote, so I I do two different voting systems and I think there's one which is definitely better than the other. One is a 5-4-3-2-1 every week but the other one which I think is a better reflection is giving everyone a rating out of 10 and then accumulating it. So Matt Kennedy is actually coming second in my 5-4-3-2-1.
0: Yeah, no, he'd be going okay for Sorry, every Sorry, he's not. He's coming round. third.
1: He's coming third in my 54321 and he hasn't played two games. So would love to get Matt Kennedy back uh in this team, but uh yeah, it's very funny. I've got the I've got that team in front of me, Bolt, that we played against Hawthorne with. No, I don't know. Nick Holman, Blaine Johnson, no. Brad Walsh. No. Yeah. I'm not even looking at the rest of it, but yeah, there were some very funny ones For there. For sure. Uh, Should we get into Twitter Twitter questions? questions. I know Locke didn't have the best game, Lockie O'Brien, but was there a grass cutter of the week or is that just not... <laughs> I know. We might have lost a segment. Well, did anyone else have a grass cutter of the week? I think that Newman kicked him up. Yeah, was. No, that was pretty good. There were none that just like hit the tit. Uh, let's go. Twitter questions. Let's do it. This is funny. Bluey says, is there a worse chant than trying to fit North Melbourne into two syllables? <laughs> <laughs> what North Melbourne? Um, Jim Fiddler. Will get... <laughs> who wrote that? Very funny, Bluey. I like it. That is funny. Um, Jim Fiddler says, who will be out for Walsh, Kennedy and Acres? We'll get to team changes yep. after this. Or should we get to it? No, nah, we'll do it after. <clears throat> do it after. We'll the the race selection through these.
0: squeeze. We'll race through these, then we'll get to the big talking point.
1: Uh, Caleb Blessing says, why don't we play direct fast footy like the second half? In the first half, are we holding back for some reason? I'll, I'll answer this because I heard Voss's press conference. I think he said that at halftime, we knew we were in trouble. And- well, not we were in trouble. We knew we weren't playing good footy, and we just went back to our roots, and just we were playing too safe, I think he said, which is actually... That's interesting in itself, Bolt. I'll get your thoughts on that. Voss said that they acknowledged that we, we were playing too safe yeah. in the first half,
0: scared to make an error. And our game is going to be riddled with errors at some point along the line. But it's just going to make us so much dangerous. And you know, how many times can I say it? If the game's slow, we're not going to win. It's just, it's too. We're too easy to coach against at the moment, which really frustrates me a lot. We're, we're too easy to pick apart. We be, we make ourselves way too predictable. And you know, if the ball's not moving at a rapid pace we're going to struggle in a lot of games. And Adelaide completely slowed it down against us last year. And it's weird because, you know, I look at Adelaide, you know, over the first month of this year and they're quite a fast moving, they need a bit of pace and, you know, unpredictability for them to win, Mm. which is how they overcame Port Adelaide. So next week's going to be interesting. It could play in our favor a little bit, but, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The first half of our game last night was terrible. You know, we're not playing very well, but we're getting results, which is all you can ask for. But it's nothing to, you know, get up and
1: about for as such. Dom in the Dem, we did that without Walsh, Akers and Kennedy. I'm more than happy with how we're traveling. Are we all wanting more? And is that reasonable at the moment?
0: I think we're definitely wanting more. But yeah, once again, and that's the that's what you can take out of it. You know, we're 3-1-0, we've got some big, big contributors to this team coming back most likely next week in Walsh, Kennedy and Blake Acres. So it should be up from here. We've, got, we've weathered the first month of the season very nicely. You know, as we sit here recording right now, we're top of the ladder. We can't go further than second on the ladder. So we're going to be in the top two and it's a monumental occasion for all of us down at LFC. Um, <laughs> but... You know, we we, we, we we are traveling okay. We're, no, we're traveling nicely, but we're not traveling at a point where I think, hmm, like, yeah. can this footy win the premiership? Because the way we're playing can't win the premiership right now. But obviously results build and we, we we should only get better
1: from here. Lock Egg says, got on top when we took risk by hand. Why don't we do this more often in the first place? No risk, no reward. There's 100%. A lot, there's a lot of... That's the theme I think here is that why did it take us so long to get going John Gauchy says we can't just think that one quarter will win you a game our tackling and pressure needs to be for four quarters positives are we are unbeaten without our full midfield playing together and McGovern getting better each week 100% <laughs> you
0: know there's a lot of upside to you know what this team can produce there's a lot of upside coming back go on or you've just given me a look
1: now this one could be interesting yeah Michael Cerevolo, the great man One of our very yep. first listeners He says, this might sound strange But other than Melbourne Is there a better ruck tandem Than what we have at the moment? Um, <laughs> We're not that far yet, are we? Where do I begin? <laughs> Frio's pretty good Darcy and Jackson Yep, that's better Brisbane's pretty good McInerney and Fort
0: Yeah, well Danaher rucked really well on Thursday night I, I I can't I, 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 I've been caught a little bit off guard here I can't say I sit here and refer to, to Conning Look, and Pinninett It's better as,
1: than Meek and Reeves Well it's yes
0: that, that it's better than <clears throat> That it is definitely better than
1: <laughs> It's probably um, better than Jamison and Williams at West Coast <laughs> It's definitely better than that as well <laughs> The Dogs have a good one, English and one of their other eight basketball yeah, players.
0: Honestly. <laughs> uh, no, I can't sit here and say I think it's a one of the premier Ruck duos in the competition. They're going okay for what they are.
1: They're overperforming at the moment. No, they're not overperforming. Sorry, they're not overperforming. They're performing their well. Their output's
0: definitely improved on last year. I'll give them both that.
1: Yeah. Um. Yes, good call. JMZ says... How good was it to see what a real coach can do under Bolton Teague? We would have lost that.
0: No doubt. Uh, No, we we would have lost... We would have almost been winless, you know, under those coaches. But I'm still not sold
1: on Michael Voss. I actually don't think he's a... Well, this is a good leeway into the next question. Mickey C, Great man. Says, our style of play in the first half wasn't just the players deciding to chip kick it to another. That was a coaching decision to discuss. Well, I I think... Well, I hope, it re- I hope it wasn't a
0: coaching decision because, once again, I, it's just not our brand. You know, we're not... You know, the slower we move the ball, the more we hold on to the ball. It's great in some instances, but it's just going to allow North Melbourne to get as many numbers back and clog that forward line, and it just doesn't give us enough space to look half dangerous. And, you know, in the first half of the game, the smalls were completely nowhere to be seen, so it's not even like we were a threat at ground level for a lot of that first half. So I just think... I don't know, I'm very much on board with the high risk game because when you've got two, you know, very good commodities up forward, you may as well use them as much as you can. Yeah, hundred percent. And route one footy, as predictable as it might be, it's very unpredictable. It's very unpredictable in live play when you're just you know cutting through teams. It's
1: quick. You know,
0: slow ball movement is very predictable to defend against.
1: It is. Damon Mule, the great man, he says, Who wins in a matchup? Our back six or our front six? Ooh. That's a, that's a nice little question. Ooh, I will. Ooh. I think our back six. Hmm. That's so tough.
0: That is tough.
1: I, I feel our smaller defenders would really get on top of our same, smaller forwards. Same.
0: I think I'd go to the back line. Uh, it's a good question. It's a good discussion. Oh, it's tough. It's
1: tough. That is good. Hard to stop, Charlie.
0: I think I'd, I'd favor the back line just.
1: Jimmy Faz, are we really seeing the importance of Gov now? His kicking was spot on. He gets in the right spots defensively. Is he now a top five most important player on our list right now? He's thereabouts, I've always been
0: a big McGovern fan. I just think he's—I actually think he's a beautiful footballer. He's just got very—he's a beautiful mark. He's a beautiful kick. He's—he's he's got great. Definitely, he's a defender. And yeah, and sometimes he has brain snaps, which you know we're trying to. Didn't have one yesterday. No, not really. No, he's—he's he's playing really good footy. He's very important to the makeup of our team. There's no two ways about it. First
1: two rounds last year were yeah incredible, were exceptional, and, and his game on the weekend was nice. No,
0: He's a very important part of our back
1: seven. Walshie, the great man. Paul Walshie says, In those immortal words of Mick Jagger on the classic Get Your Yaya's Out album, Charlie's Good Tonight, Isn't He? Twin Towers, TDK, J-Soss and Piddo, they all complemented each other in the second half. See you all in Adelaide next week. PW, great man, Walshie and... Beautiful. Well, I unfortunately won't be in Adelaide, but you'll be there, Bolt. Still
0: a chance for you to come if you want.
1: I'll uh, work it out. Need to see with work. But, um, yeah, yeah no. fantastic.
0: And it was revealed during the week. Carlson have the most- I going to say, fantastic to see that. The, the most supporters heading over for Gather Round. And given we're on the Thursday night, it's an amazing effort. It's, it's just Carlton fans are- it's, pro- it's clearly the most mobile fan base in the league. Yeah. It's a team- It's a club with supporters that travel. It's a club with supporters that get to games. It's great. And it's- It's honestly- I, I, That- Carlton Adelaide game next weekend to kickstart gather round Thursday night. I think it's going to have like a finals like atmosphere because there's going to be way more Carlton fans there than there usually would be in an interstate game. It's a far greater allocation. It's going to be like a final, the atmosphere is going to be huge and it's, if we can get through Adelaide next week, the pot's starting to turn a little bit. It's just love starting it. to.
1: It's uh steady on there. We'll wait another week before we, before we get too excited, but love it. Well, she, um, BL says, does Carroll, Honey, and Lob go out for Kennedy, Walsh, Acres, Fisher bounced back from a putrid game last week. Rucks are working well. We'll get to team changes in the selection squeeze, BL. Uh, Mitch says, is Ollie Hollands the Brownlow favourite? He's not. <laughs> He's
0: definitely the favourite. <laughs> we love it, though. We love him. player
1: at the club, though. We absolutely love him. Uh, James He Well, that's. He is, but that's not just a pushover this year with in no, no. there as well. It's not. His and and Binzi could get a run next week. Binzie. James Heaney says, how do we squeeze Akers, Kennedy, and Walsh into the team? James, I love it. That is the selection squeeze just well, after this. should we get this. on to it? No, there's a couple more, mate. Okay, okay. Um, well, actually, there's a lot. Tim's trading as well, commenting on the team changes. Uh, Connor says, cheers, boys. What is with our tackling? Very poor Ooh, needs to lift. It Chera, is. Fisher were notable examples.
0: Now, they looked a bit stronger than us, you know, through the hips and... Zohar and Paul Curtis, the two of them, couldn't be stopped. Davies, Uniac the same. They, they did look a little bit stronger
1: around the contested footing. Uh, Gallagher says, Two weeks in a row, Dockers moved into the mid at halftime. Chera rolling back last week. Hewitt this week. It really provided some extra fresh legs around the stoppage. Very interested to see if it continues or if it's just happening while we're thinking through the middle without Kennedy and Walsh. Hmm.
0: I think it's just... An interim
1: thing, think you know. when... For, so next week might be the first time in a while that we see Cripps, Hewitt, Kennedy, Walsh, Chera, and Akers all... To, well, it'll be the first oh, time yeah, we see yeah, all of them yeah, together, yeah. but taking out Akers, Ay- the big five, it'll be the first time in a long time we've seen them all together. It's
0: good. It's got to get the midfield group back for a huge fortnight.
1: That's a hard group to stop. That's just simply hard to stop. Yeah, it is. Um... Brett Caridi says, I believe we worked out that playing the frenetic style like we started last year is unattainable for a full season. I reckon we'll bank wins playing this more defensive style and then open up a free-flowing game in the second half of the season. Thoughts? Oh,
0: look, that, that, that's actually a really good comment. I actually like that tweet. That's actually a, that's a very rational comment as well. I like that. About how it is... It's you know, taxing. It is. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good call. That is
1: a good call. I can definitely... Play it for a quarter here and there to get wins. Well, that,
0: that's the thing. You don't want... you got to find it's that a, balance. It's
1: a tight rope to be walking. It's... it's yeah. I, I don't like... It, it's a good tweet though. Uh, Brett Cox says, Winning ugly is better than losing with style. Defense is holding up. Forward line showing glimpses. Midfield not firing yet, but reinforcements coming soon. We're going to be close to 100%. It's a good place to be, but we'd want to start putting together more than a quarter of good footy each week.
0: 100%. We we, we still have to be better. There's still so much more room for this team to move into.
1: Uh, Tommy, it was a tale of two halves. Can you put your finger on what turned the game around for us? I saw two Carlton sides tonight, and one was just a worry. Just like last week, though, good to get a win when we're not at our best. Well, I agree with that. Absolutely good to get a win when we're not at our best. There's a couple questions here about Binzi, um, Trying to get him in. We'll speak about that in the selection squeeze. Uh, Pat Green says, I've been big on this with you guys. We seem to have a kick out plan now. Did you notice we had the highest record- recorded score in a quarter on record according to post-game commentary. Also great to be winning when we are not playing at our best, Go Blues. It's
0: definitely good to be winning when we're not playing at our best.
1: Um Highest yeah. recorded score it's an interesting stat. in a quarter on record. It's a very that, interesting what that, stat.
0: What does that mean? Or well, you know how the three sources of scoring come from turnover, clearance, and kick, in, kick outs. Oh,
1: crazy. That yeah. is a crazy stat. That is crazy. Love that, Pat. That's unreal. Yeah, um, yeah wow. Comments coming in as well in support of the great Ollie Hollands. Uh, Mick Norton says Ollie Hollands in just his fourth, fourth games gets better every week. Great in a hardball contest and uses the ball into intelligently. First-rate draft pick and overdue for a rising star nomination. Yeah, he'll get one eventually. Yeah, he will. I don't think it'll be this week. But well, the
0: three that have him already have been
1: superb. They're comfortably the best three. Yeah. They are so good. And we got to see one in the flesh yesterday. Uh, Bolt Moore says, I'm really happy with the four points, but just wondering... Is Mitch being subbed out anything to do with the cheap goals that we gave away in the last? We had a new opportunity to have a big win. That's a fair call. We lost a defender, an sure, intercepting sure. defender who cut off goals. He's
0: a huge part of the way we play.
1: 100%. Tim's Trading says, it's Today is another step forward. First quarter we ensured we stayed in the game when North Melbourne used emotion. There are different elements to our game now. Next two weeks are huge. Crows at home, very tough. Saints are top of the ladder. Let's see if we can find the balance between offense and defense. That's a great call. That's yep. a very good call. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Cruz. It's great to see the Smalls taking their chances from set shots. Motlop is a beauty. Well, Motlop is a beauty. He's an absolute beauty. Uh, let's have a look. I think that is it for now. There was one more I wanted to get on. Uh, no, well, do should we get into? Yes. Selection for the we Crows game? Well, There's a lot of selection questions here. No, let's get onto it. Um, and let's get straight into it. So the selection squeeze, Bolt, I think we can start off by saying there is one absolute lock of yep. a change. Acres for O'Brien. Lock. Locked in. Done. Now, well, should we do the VFL before the selection squeeze? We probably should. Okay. Race. We can race through. We can zip through the VFL because we, re- we have to review the boys that had their first win uh, at Arden Street against North Melbourne. Paddy Dow and Jackson Binns, the two best players for Carlton. Binns had 28 disposals, two goals. He had nine marks, seven inside 50s, three tackles, three round but rebound 50s. He is playing very good football. Yep, it's good. And it's great to see. So John Ralph acknowledged it. He put a tweet out saying... Very early days, but it looks like Carlton have just completely nailed their draft last year. Hollins and Cowan already having an impact at AFL level. Binns knocking the door down a month into the season. Lemmy kicking a couple goals. So Lemmy kicked two yesterday as well. Uh, but yeah, Binzy clear best on. Dow had 31 and two goals. He had 10 inside 50s. Paddy Dow, great to see. Five tackles. Brody Kemp, he had 24 disposals. That's also good to see. I'm not, we admittedly didn't get to the game, we haven't had time yet to watch the replay, so I'm not entirely. I watched sure. a little bit of it
0: on my phone. Where did
1: where did Kemp play? 24 touches. Interested to see if he's playing maybe higher up the ground. Uh, Plowman had 23. Lemmy, as we mentioned, two goals, 11 disposals. Lockie Fogarty, he had 24 touches. Uh, Murkoff had 28 hitouts. Dom Akeue had 11 disposals. Hudson O'Keefe again, 11 hitouts and a goal. And uh I think oh, that that's it's a good win it. because
0: the VFL team's very underdone at the moment. Very so. undermanned.
1: That's very few Carlton plays playing because obviously you look at our injury list. Also David Cunningham out with injury missed again. So calf tightness. Is it calf tightness? Fair. As long as it's not the shoulder. No, it's in the calf. Okay, so let's just he just <laughs> he just needs to play. Can he just play for four, yeah, four to six he's weeks? In in a in a row? Tra-
0: he's in a lot of trouble. Mm. He's in a lot of strife
1: Four to six weeks in a row And then We'll see We'll see uh, That is VFL done Bolt now onto the selection squeeze So, so acres for lob done Yeah. Walsh and Kennedy are both going to play Well there's no, no way Honey plays But my But but there on is- team But hang on a second On team balance Yep And the structure Yep If Honey doesn't play It'll be Martin And if, yep. if Martin doesn't play I think it'll be Ed Curnow Okay, well then Kennedy will come in for that, and then it's but, a- but what if it's Martin? Because if Martin's fit, it's it's not going to be honey for Kennedy. Well, why well, if
0: you do it on the basis of the best twenty-three, and Martin can come in for Carol, well, Martin's going honey. If honey and Carol both go out
1: of that twenty-three, yeah, but then you're talking out a sub here. Let's not include Carol. Okay, let's not. It's going to be Martin for honey. If yep. Martin's not fit, I think honey plays again. Oh, I think he does. Oh. Or it's Ed Kerno moving up forward. How long did they
0: say Owies was out for? He's he out he for. won't play. He
1: won't play. No, no, no. He's not back this week. I think it'll be Martin. Okay. And if Martin's not. But, yeah. They couldn't possibly play Honey. Mate, if Martin's not fit, it's either going to be Honey or they'll move Kerno there. Well, that's what they'll do. Because Kerno played there round one. Why when can't Kerno? I know, Owies did play. Why
0: can't Kerno play a more defensive play. tag on, like, Dawson or. You know, I'm, Brody just, Smith, saying, I'm Brody just saying. Smith I'm just saying. us. I'm just saying they're
1: going to play the extra forward. They yeah. will. Okay. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. So I think it'll be Ed Kernow. Ed Kernow. Cannot be Honey. Okay. So yeah. Honey's out. Yeah. Ed Kernow moves up forward. Kennedy comes in. Yep. Yeah. Then I think it's Walsh for Pitonnet. If they're gonna play the five mids, the, the it's going to the ruck
0: gets sacrificed.
1: It has to be. Who else is out? No, I I agree. Is there anyone else to go out? And if it's Martin for Honey and Kennedy for the Ruckman, who then goes out for Walsh?
0: No, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I think, though, I, I'm on board with those changes. So,
1: Acres. we think Jack Martin won't play then, regardless. Well, he might be the sub. It, the only one else other than that who goes out then is Ed Kerno They yep. might put him to the sub. Maybe. So, it's going to be Akers, Walsh, Kennedy as the three ins. Yep. With Pittenett- O'Brien Honey is the three outs. We'll Pit and, Pitt pop- and that Slash Kerno. Yes. And and if they'll Jack play, Martin plays, play it'll be Ed Kerno out. They'll play Kerno, yeah.
0: yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting. It's good. It's good, it's good, it's good. It's gonna be tight. I, I think i will play Kerno, but
1: we'll see. It's, yeah, it, it would it's be exciting. very, very stiff if Ed yeah, Kerno. No, I think they'll play him. But
0: very stiff. It's exciting. We've got some real big heavy hitters back in this Carlton team.
1: Mate, the first time we're gonna see this five, the big five together with Akers now. Very, very excited. Now, Bolt, uh, we do need to take a look at last week and this week in terms of LFC, Ladder FC. So oh, ladder. so we said last week that it was important. We, well, did, we did our tips for this week, was it?
0: Yeah, we did. So well, look, the round hasn't really occurred yet. Wait, but did we
1: do... Was it this week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, it was this week. So well, first, well, first result was a good result. It
0: was. I think, wasn't it? Well, we could have got a three-game jump in Brisbane if Collingwood had won. But That's it's always true. nice to see Collingwood lose. Well, it means we're now one of only two undefeated and teams. And we've overtaken Collingwood, so we can't complain with that. Yes, now but we, we would have had the three-game jump <clears> on the lines, <throat> but look, we've just got to go through with it here. Adelaide Freo—they're both on one win, but we'd probably be rather see Freo further down the ladder than Adelaide. Well, we've done—we did this last yeah, week, so we'll no, leave we LFC for we'll, now. We'll leave but it. we'll be back next week. But we're travel well, or we're the first game of next week as well. But we're traveling all right. True. We're travelling well. As we
1: sit here right now, we are top of the table, yep, and definitely. that is what encapsulates ladder FC. And we can't
0: be lower than second at the end of round four. Our best start to a year since However, 1995.
1: Our percentage is not amazing. Well, that's fine. One fourteen is fine, fine. fine, but uh, yes, because per- percentage isn't a factor. It's better than Brisbane, who have ninety three. Percentage isn't a factor for us. We got the draw. It isn't, but it would be so Carlson to drop a spot on Richmond. Oh yes, <laughs> so. Percentage is a factor for Richmond, who currently are eight points behind us, but we will wait and see. Bolt, thank you. No worries. Big day footy tomorrow. We're going to have a super Saturday. We need results to go our way. It would be very, very nice if Adelaide, the Dogs, yep. Gold Coast, and the Power could get up. That I'll would be, be nice. Great day. Thank you, Bolt. We'll be back for a big one next week. Go Blues.
0: And they will know that they've been playing. The famous Old Dark Moon